Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here recording episode 155, and today we will be talking about spending holidays abroad or away from home. Uh, should you do it? Should you not? What are some of the advantages and disadvantages? And uh, also some things that you could do if you decide to spend your holidays outside of home or go abroad. So I'm looking forward to uh, discussing this. And uh, there are, I think, a lot of great reasons why you should spend your holidays abroad if you can. Um, but at least where I am right now in my life, being in China, I would love to be able to spend some more time with my family back in the States during the holidays. But beggars can be choosers. I knew what I signed up for here in China. Um, but I uh, can't complain because I can live vicariously through my amazing buddy and my amazing co-host, Jared. What's going on, Jared? Hello. What Chad neglected to mention is that there's also potentially some benefits to not going home for for the holidays. Also true. Also true. Depending on how you look at it. Chad would never say that. You know, he's a he's a good boy. Chad's a good boy. <laughs> uh, and please, um, spread a little love. Reward this good boy and follow us on uh, Instagram, on Translatable Podcast. Chad loves, loves it when I tell him... Um, numbers go up <laughs> yep yep he never checks but he loves it when i tell him i get for i've been telling him uh for the past uh six months actually that we have over six million listeners per episode and um i just keep perpetuating it next week it'll be 10 million who knows where we'll be in two months um follow us spread a little love on twitter untranslatable one the number one uh and then you can also give us some five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. You can also see us on YouTube, Untranslatable Podcast, and you can see our songs of the pod. And you could go to our website, untranslatable.com. There's so many ways to... F- you can't miss us. Somehow, it seems like you still are, though. That is um, true. So it seems like you're better, which is good. Yep, uh, your students, slowly but surely. Your students uh, aren't... Uh, are, are, are uh, taking you seriously again. They're like, oh, good, he's standing up straight. That's a good sign. <laughs> um, ha- have you had any uh, eventful language tables or classes or anything? Because it seems like most of the fun stuff really is coming from these language tables. Yeah, not the from class. English corner or conversation yeah. hour. Uh, those are both kind of interchangeable terms. Yes. So I had a suggestion from a student of mine uh, two weeks ago to do a, an English corner about music. And uh, I think anyone who listens to our podcast knows you and I are both avid music fans. Yes. We love music. Um, so I had students ask me questions, as always, at the end of the English Corner. Um, and I, I'm always curious to see like, if they actually will ask me questions related to our topic of the day or if they're just off the wall. Are you single? So, <laughs> so these are... They, they don't ask me that anymore. Um, but anyway, so I have some interesting, uh, interesting questions for you. Some of these I didn't have an answer for. This one is not a question, but a request. And they, uh, one student wrote, uh, please sing a song for us. And I told them, uh, unless I have a guitar in my hand, I'm not going to sing a song for you. So didn't sing, sing them a song. Uh, they were a little disappointed. but uh, Are you willing to bring in the guitar? They asked me for next week. They're like, could you bring it in? And it's like, I, if I had, an, like, I had an acoustic guitar in the Czech Republic, and I actually mm-hmm. brought that to class with me uh, three or four times. But I would not, it's just too much work for me to bring my travel guitar, which is an electric guitar, my little amplifier. Oh, uh, yeah. It's just too much crap to bring. Um, (laughs) Oh, and I forgot to tell you. uh, So one of my uh, little effect pedals, one of my uh, things that I use with my traveler guitar might be ruined 
because oh, so? I forgot to mention this to you uh, when we were talking last episode. So the day I got food poisoning, of course, getting food poisoning wasn't enough. So uh, I took a nap because I was exhausted. I woke up and heard the sound of running water. And now oh, the apartment no. above me, usually I can hear their water coming down the pipes. But I was like, this sounds different. So I get up, I go to my living room, and as I step into the living room, I hear a squish. And How I can feel my foot getting wet. <laughs> Just wait. So oh my, my hose, my yeah. hose for my washing machine, which is like on my balcony. Get out of here, hose. I have a problem I have to it, fix. It broke. I don't know how it broke, but it broke uh, and it came loose. And so water was shooting out and it went and there was so much water that it got into my living room. And uh, thankfully, I didn't have my uh, I didn't have my MacBook charger on the floor because that probably would have been toast. Yeah, uh, but I did have my effect pedal on the floor because that's where it goes. You step on it with your foot. So right. I've I've had it drying. I've dried it off with a towel. I'm a little nervous to try it out because I'm worried. Like I don't want to try it out. Short out your explosion. guitar or something, or right, shut up right. the speakers. Yeah, so I don't know, but eventually hmm. I think I'll try it and see if it works. But yeah, dude. So I spent an hour. Uh, the day after I, you know, the day I had food poisoning, I spent an hour mopping up my living room um, because I had all this so water in here. Did you? Did any repair person have to come or anything, or you just had yep. to clean it yep. up? And uh, yep. okay, I, well, I cleaned up the water, and then the repair guy came in, and at first I was super stoked because I was like, I put down a little bit of like, like water, uh, water, uh, a floor cleaner, and like I was like, well, I'm just gonna mop, use this to mop up my floor because I mean it's water, so I was <laughs> mopping up my floor, cleaning my living room floor. And then, of course, the Chinese repairman comes in, and he's wearing his shoes, and so now there's mud all over my living room floor. Thankfully, though, my apartment, this. it's right. Thankfully, at least here, there are uh, my my entire apartment's all tile. So that's the good thing. Thank God it wasn't carpet because it's kind that of rude that he just walked mess. in. Usually here they put those little boot condoms on their boots, right, to avoid that from happening. Yeah, just this is China, like, my man. Hey, yo, my bad, son. Right, hey, yo, clean that up. Right. But anyway, so uh so yeah, so so that was pretty crazy. So that's also why I probably won't bring in my electric guitar because the guitar plugged into the amp alone, it doesn't sound super great. It's better mm. to have some effects to add some like nicer tones to it. Um right. so yeah. If I had an acoustic guitar though, for sure, I definitely would have. But yeah, so no, that was you know like your the first students question. would love that though. Oh, they would. They totally would. Uh, the next one was, do you know any Chinese singer and what's your favorite Chinese song? Sadly, I don't know any Chinese singers. So if any of our listeners out there know any famous Chinese singers. You didn't Chinese tell them the Higher Brothers? Songs, Is that who it was? Oh, I didn't. I forgot about them. I didn't tell them about them. But I did tell them about the <laughs> other song we shared. This is why I'm telling you these, giving you these Chinese right. songs of the pot so you can have an answer to that. That's true. I did tell them, though. But then the funny thing was I told them about the song Dwe Bu Chi Wo De Zhang Wen Bu Hao. Uh, yeah. well, the song is only called Dwe Bu Chi. I'm sorry. Uh, I told them about that song, and then they were all like super perplexed. And I was like, "Oh, all right, you wanted me to sing? I'll sing for you." So I sang the melody for them. I sang the Dwe Bu Chi Wo De Zhong Wen Bu Hao. So were I sang that laughing? for them. They were. They clapped, yeah. and then they were laughing. I love so, the clapping. Yeah, they love to clap. <laughs> we don't do here. enough clapping here as children. <laughs> we don't. We really don't. They do a lot of clapping there. Um, good. So then this one was a funny one, and I also didn't have an answer for this one. What is your view of Samuel Huntington's theories, especially the class of civilizations? I have no I, idea what any of that means. Yep, me either. So I started okay. them. I, I, said, I said, you probably know more about this. I've never even heard of that. So there Samuel Huntington. Oh, here, let me just tell you what it is. A okay. clash of civilizations. 
Mm-hmm. Clash of Civilization. I can't even say it. The Clash of Civilizations is a theory that people's cultural or religious identities will be the primary source of conflict in the post-Cold War uh, world. The American mm. political scientist, scientist Samuel P. Huntington argued that future wars would be fought not between countries, but between cultures. It was proposed in a 1992 lecture at the American Enterprise Institute, which was, the, which was then developed in a 1993 foreign affairs article titled The Clash of Citizens. In a mm. uh, response to his former student Francis Fukuyama's 1992 book, The End of History in the Last Man, Huntington later expanded his thesis in a... Yeah, okay. So yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Hmm. That's some intense. That's geez. this. This this student is <laughs> is always the one that asks super like deep questions. Always. Is this person trying to show off? Is that what it is? Maybe. Maybe they're trying to flex a little. I don't know. Then uh, so then that's a yes. Student, You're just trying to be nice, and I appreciate that's, that. That's true. You're a good that's teacher. Got to be diplomatic here, Jared. There's always uh, that one student though. I, I, as a teacher, I feel like you kind of appreciate it, but it's also kind of like you know relax a little bit. Like there's a fine line. Definitely, yeah. there's definitely a fine line. The next one said, I noticed that you and another teacher have a different accent. Which state do you come from? Interesting. Are there big differences among the accents in different U.S. states? Who's the teacher? Uh, I won't say her name, but she's from Utah. Um, oh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And, so, and she does have a different accent than I do. Um, I was really it? impressed that... I mean, yeah, I, oh, okay. I would say so. Um, I mean, it's not huge, but I mean, just the... Right. It's it's a little different. I was yeah, but like we couldn't like there's student. no sort of like stereotype of a Utah accent, you know, like a Southerner, right. New York, or Boston or something. You know, it's right. like oh, classic Utah accent, <laughs> right? But I think I think I've spoken with that teacher enough to hear the subtle differences between right both of our both of our language. Um, so yeah, so um, yeah, so I. Um, were you able I, to like? Were you able? Did, have you? Did you notice them well enough? Because that that's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. Did you notice them well enough before you know hearing that question to be able to like be be like some words like pull up words where you notice differences? Not, I, not really. I, I know that's hard. Not really. That's really hard right. to do. But um, I not really. If, and but I explained just the fact that like regionally we have different accents in the United States. We also have uh, different words. I right. actually I actually used you as an example because you mm. were blasphemous in the state of Michigan. <laughs> Jared knows exactly where I'm going with this. I told them that in Michigan we, we use the term pop for a soft drink. Mm. Uh, whereas Jared is uh, uh, a heretic and uh, committing Michigan treason <laughs> and says soda instead of pop. I do say right? soda. Don't you yeah. say soda? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, so I explained that. Um, and then I tried to do a very terrible rendition of like a New York accent <laughs> get out of here right uh new york what else i didn't try boston i should have done boston though and be like get get the car keys to the car yeah. hey dude park park the car park the car <laughs> i um, mean that's the easiest uh, stereotype right. to do there and then i Did tried to southern? do a texan accent yeah okay. i tried to do texas one wasn't this is great. hilarious yeah um the were, were get, cracking up though uh, I, I can imagine clapping any yeah. clapping probably okay probably. <laughs> um the next one so i really so want clapping this, so there's this website here that I really like, Jared, because a lot of times here in China, uh, Western stuff is not very accessible, mm-hmm. like, you know, things like YouTube and stuff like that. So there's a site. You could probably even find it in the States, Jared. Just humor me and try it. Type in B-I-L-I-B-I-L-I.com. Billy Billy. B-I-L-I-B-I-L-I.com. Oh, I've heard of it. 
And this is basically what I use here in China for YouTube. And there's a lot of videos that were on YouTube that have been moved over to this website. Mm. So I can even find stuff that's on YouTube on here, which is great. Now, the funny thing about Billy Billy, though, is that they have like these weird comments that go across the top of the screen. They have comments all over. So a student asked me, what do you think of the screen comments on Billy Billy? Do you look at them? And I kind of laughed and I told them, well, I mean, I'm aware that they're there. But they're right. all Chinese characters, so it's not really like I pay that much attention. Interesting. These yeah. are... I, I love these questions. I do, too. They're always a lot of fun. The next one is... Uh, the student do you ever, was, can I ask you a uh -huh. question similar to that? Yeah. Do you ever pay attention to ads? Here in China? Yeah, whether it be on your phone or not. So this is the funny thing with my TV, Jared. So my TV is a smart TV. It's hooked up to my Wi-Fi. And, uh, and my TV, when I turn it on... There's usually 10 to 14 seconds of some advertisement. So, mm. I mean, I always, and I always watch them. I try to see if I can pick up or understand everything. So far, it's been pretty much nothing, but uh, hopefully that will <laughs> wah, change eventually. Um, but yeah, I do, I do watch some of the ads. They're really interesting. Um, what are some are a lot, popular products you see being advertised? Can you? Household electronics? Stuff, household stuff like uh, mops. Uh, there's, uh. there's a couple mop ones that are popular. There's one, I don't even know what the ad is. There's one with this like woman in a suit. She's like saying this thing, and then these, then the, like a group of like Chinese guys behind her, like st like set up like a choir, then repeat what she says. It's like I don't know what it is. I, oh, you don't know I, what the product is. Yeah, I don't even That's know. That's not what a good advertising. advertisement. A good advertisement, even if you don't speak the language, you should at least know what the product is. Yeah, you you should contact that company. <laughs> Maybe you can get a job here in China and come come join me, Jared. Um, but yeah, so the next question I got was uh, at some specific time. I always have some songs uh, that I think it's time to listen to. So they mean like a specific time of year. Uh, like it's Christmas is approaching. I think it's time to listen to Jingle Bell Rock, which I also was like, I'm glad you know that song. Yeah, um, that's so hilarious. That cool. So I wonder if you have some songs that you want to listen to at a specific time. So I told them that I told them, first of all, that I am not a fan of stores and radio state. Well, not that I listen to the radio anymore anyways, but uh, it's in principle here, people, that uh, they start playing Christmas music in like November. And I'm like, mm. what are you doing? You know, it's like that meme, like, ooh, ooh, baby, like, no, what is you doing? You know, like, it's like, what, yeah. what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah, Why yeah. are you playing Christmas music well, in November? But I think Thanksgiving I told the doesn't, students... Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, Thanksgiving doesn't really make money. Like, I think even probably Halloween might make more money than Thanksgiving, like as, I would as, on a so. whole. And right. so I, I think it's just like... There's really no benefit in 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 marketing because it's like all right, people are gonna get this get, gonna get the same things they've had for the past. Like we yeah, we're gonna get a rush of of people, but we're, right. it's it's hard to sell people on new Thanksgiving food. They've been eating right. the same thing for the past fifty or fifty hundreds of years. Right, right, um, yeah. And well, the other thing that I also said too is that there's really no Thanksgiving music either. Right. Yeah, like there's, there's even some music, Halloween music, yeah. But there's no Thanksgiving music. Um, I couldn't so tell I said, you one Thanksgiving song. Right, me either, me either. So, so yeah, but I told them that that like, drives me crazy, and I really like Christmas music, but not when it's in November. Actually, I need to start listening. Now that it is, it is December, I, need, I haven't been listening to any Christmas music. I need to start listening to mm. some Christmas music. The only... Um, does that... Oh, well, that's actually... Oh, anyway, does... Um, I'm much like Thanksgiving. I'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of over Christmas music. Like I need some mm -hmm. new shit. Right. That's fair. I need some I need I need some new stuff. Like I'm 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 I get it, you know. I, I get right. it. Uh um Nat King Cole. 
the chestnuts are done and roasted, sir. Right. That's that's true. That is true. Um, but yeah, so I explained to them though that like obviously during Christmas time, like in December, I'll listen to Christmas music. Mm-hmm. Um, I have certain songs and certain albums I associate with certain seasons or time periods in my life. Like there's a really good album, actually one of my favorite albums by John Mayer called Born and Raised. And this was actually the summer, this would have been summer of 2012 when you and I were living in Albion during that summer. And, uh, and uh, a, f- a fraternity brother of ours uh, showed, showed me the album Born and Raised by John Mayer. And I listened to that sucker on repeat that whole summer. I still listen mm. to it all the time, but it always kind of transports me back oh, into that, that summer. I love um, that. I also told my students, I tend to listen to a lot of reggae music in the winter because mm. it's so damn cold. I want to put my mind somewhere warmer. So I listen to like reggae music and it like makes me f- like feel like I'm on a beach, like sipping like a rum like cocktail or something. I'm, I'm a big fan of the band uh, NERD. And um, whenever I listen to them nowadays, I don't listen to them as often, but I always kind of, you know, every now and again, go back and listen. It reminds me of when I was 16 over summer walking to driver's ed. It was like a 20 minute walk from my house uh-huh. and I would walk there and I would almost always listen to that al- album over that summer. And so whenever I listen to it, I just think about walking down that street. <laughs> right, yeah. Isn't it crazy how music can do that? It's yeah. It's really something. Uh, yeah. And then there's certain music I also listen to that reminds me of our time in Vienna. Like uh, like Seed For sure. uh, is one. Mm-hmm. Waldorf and Stettler, check out our Song of the Pod playlist. They were like one of our that's first like the songs. Waldorf and Stettler might have been the original. They might be the OGs here, that's for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, and then uh, let's see here. What else? Um, let's see here. For Vienna. Oh, also Franz Schubert. Anything Schubert related because that's really where I became exposed to Schubert was when we were mm. in Vienna. Um, so yeah. But yeah, so I thought that was kind of cool. Um, yeah. Have you? Uh, next question from my student. Have you ever watched the Peking Opera, which would be the Beijing Opera? And I have not yet, but I would like to. Also, this is a funny one. Once again, my students really are thirsty for me to bring in my guitar and sing to them. <laughs> could, you, could you bring your you guitar love it. Uh, with you and <laughs> sing us a song or two? Maybe at the last English corner class. Thanks a lot. Um, not going to happen though. Not at least. Not even at the last. Tomorrow, next week will be my last because we we aren't doing one on Christmas Day because I will not. Uh, it's a. I am observing the holiday because I want to hang on to that small fraction of me that's still American uh. and still Western. So I'm taking off Christmas Eve and Christmas. Um, so so there's a semester split somewhere, and you're going to get a new batch of students, right? Not well. So this is voluntary. This is completely voluntary. Why is it's it like the an last one though? program? Because because is my that other person colleague, graduating or something? No 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 no. My other colleague is her last one is next week, and we've been trying to kind of run this together. Oh, uh, I so got it's you. not really fair if she ends it next week and I keep going. Oh really? Right? That's unfair. Yeah, that's unfair. I would but, say. But the students probably want it, don't they? I mean, they do, but then that kind of makes my colleague look bad. Why is she leaving it? Because that's just what she decided, was she was only going to do it from here to here uh-huh. and then end it. The other thing is, too, is that the students have final exams coming up. Okay. Uh, um, but I don't, so. I, I just, I mean, there, I don't think there's anything wrong with her, you know, not wanting to do it anymore. But I also couldn't understand well, it's why. it's not her not wanting to do it anymore. It's just that's the cutoff for this semester. Uh, well, yeah. Start okay, up again okay, next okay. semester. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I got so you. So it's not the last, it's you. the last one for this semester. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. what is so so you're gonna take uh, like a traditional Western Christmas and New Year's break, 
Mm-hmm. When when is well, there? Well, not New Year's. Not New Year's. I'm probably going to have to work on New Year's because I'll be okay. administering a final exam. When is when is when would there be when is there long break around you know sort of in so that my, I think season? my official my official break starts January 11th until February 16th or no hold up it's even longer than that I think so it's you until, really just get Christmas off is all you're saying yeah mm-hmm. oh I thought you meant you're okay okay yeah okay and I think some some of the Western teachers here actually will still work I will have to probably I have to double check again to see. Um, but I will have to make up my classes, I think, on that Friday and maybe even Saturday, um, which I I'm wonder, not super thrilled about. But I, I think it's important for me, for my sanity, to to take the time to celebrate Christmas. It it, it would be um it would it's interesting. This is this is going to be your first Christmas where there where there's no like you've been away from your family during Christmas before. I assume have you? No. Because oh, yeah, last year, last year right. we'll talk about this when we do holidays abroad. When we talk about our main segment, but last year my parents came to visit during Christmas. Right. But this okay. Well, this is your first Christmas uh, without, like, in a country where it's not observed. So there's no right. outwardly signs of Christmas around you. Like you right, might not, not be home, but there's no there's no signs except, of Christmas anywhere. Is except there? Except for when I go to Starbucks. Really? They play oh, Christmas they still music do that. at Starbucks here in China. They play Christmas music. And obviously they have the festive cups, um, but yeah, they yeah. should tell the AFA that, <laughs> right? No kidding. No kidding. I'll, I'll, don't worry, Jared. I'll send they need them to an update email. their list. <laughs> right, Starbucks China. Yeah, they're on Starbucks the good list. On the, <laughs> yeah, the hilarious list. <laughs> Check out our previous episode, episode one fifty four, if you're curious about this AFA list about the, oh the good, the marginal, and the naughty list of stores uh, for Christmas. The naughty yeah, and so nice any, list is what they call it. Thank you. Yes. Um, so yeah. So. Uh, yeah, it, it'll be kind of weird this year, um, not being with my family for Christmas. Um, but yeah, but that's why like I, cause part of me like thought about like working during Christmas one, I have to double check again if I have to make up my lessons because in my contract, it states I'm allowed to take those days for holiday. Mm-hmm. So technically a holiday means you don't have to make up the lessons, but actually Jared, I want your advice. I'm a little, I, I, I kind of. I feel like even if it was a holiday and I technically could take those days off and not have to uh, make up those lessons, as, as, a, as a, I would like to consider myself a conscientious teacher, as a conscientious teacher, I feel bad not giving my students those, and this will be the last week of classes before final exams, so not right. giving my students that last lesson before Christmas, uh, before final exams. So, hmm. so what, what if you were me, if you were me and you, so you get Christmas off as a holiday, you get Christmas Eve and Christmas off as a holiday. And I teach on, that will be on a Tuesday and a Wednesday. So I would have to make up three classes. I would have to make up uh, two English teaching methodology classes and one spoken English class. Um, I would, uh, what, what would you do? Would you, would you just say, well, this is a holiday and I observe it? Or would you say, well, I technically don't have to make it up, but I will make it up? Um, so okay, so the option is there's no option of of working that day. I mean, I well, that's the I, thing. Well, is I, I mean, sorry, I, I, so I'll just answer you your just original question. Not take question. the days off. Mm-hmm. I, what I would do is mm-hmm. I think because I'm a I would be away from family for the first time. I'm speaking as you. Mm-hmm. You're away from family mm-hmm. for the first time for, and you're in a place where they don't observe uh, Christmas unless you're going to Starbucks. Right. Um, and um, I think personally, I would 
not take the day off at all just because okay. i'd be interested i think almost as more of like an experiment to see what that is like you know to see right. how that feels and then and then um it, it, because I, I like i feel like i'd have nothing to lose and it's like what am i gonna do what are you gonna do to celebrate you know like do you have a celebrations plan that you couldn't do otherwise yes okay well that's fair then yeah I, um I, but i would say um I, then I would say make it up. I would say make it up, especially yeah. since it's the last class. That's what I'm. That's what I'm hoping to do. And um, it's not like it's not like you're overburdened work-wise right now. Like right. like you're not. Thankfully, right not, now, no. Final exam not, time will be a little crazy, I think, because I'll have oh right, we're, we're, over right. a hundred. I'll, I'll have over two hundred exams to grade, so that'll be a little crazy. I gotta figure mm. out to when exam are they when the final grades are due. Uh, no. So my English teaching methodology, it's just a, a, a test. My oral English like multiple class, choice kind of like thing. A, yeah, my oral okay. English class it'll be like speaking. So, so yeah. So I need to. Um, yeah, I was I was thinking the same thing to make them up because even if even if they don't get made up, even if they don't have to be made up, um, I think it's I think it's just it, to me it doesn't feel right. You know, I'm yeah. It seems like a weird way to go out. Right. It really does. If 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 we had not I, cool. And, yeah, it's really not. Um, and so, your yeah. students like you too. You know. Right. Right. So yeah. Uh yeah well there you go how nice uh speaking of speaking of which do you want to um sorry yeah I got a shout out my uh, soundboard spread a little love uh, Uh spread a little love there we go (laughs) so like I said like I said before we started recording this is a special shout out uh going Jared's way and maybe you've heard of this Jared Uh, Formula One pledges to wipe out their carbon Mm -hmm. footprint so they have a plan to uh. To switch to low and zero carbon logistics to transport teams and equipment between events, uh, car racing franchise Formula One will be carbon ne- sorry carbon neutral by 2030, according to a plan launched this month. This month, according to the plan, Formula <coughs> One will switch to low or zero carbon logistics and travel, as well as implementing credible carbon offsetting and carbon sequestration programs. Whatever those fancy words mean, I can't really tell you. <laughs> um, the franchise estimated total emissions for 2019 are two th- uh, 200,056 uh, and 551 tons. Emissions from F1 race cars themselves uh, only comprise about point, uh, 0.7% of the total in 2019, while 45% come from transporting race cars and equipment between events. So I think that's great. I think that's really awesome of them to... Uh, to do this, I'm curious to see how it will affect their industry. Um, mm-hmm. But I think, I think you know, I think they've given themselves a decent timeline. They have like you know, 11 or 10 years, 10 years more or less now. Um, and I think it will be great if they can achieve their goals. That's one of the things I uh, I like about Formula One is that they um, like they are. Yeah, it's it's a bunch of race cars racing at ridiculous speeds, um, and right. it just seems like you know a little frivolous. And maybe it is, but uh, it's fun. But mm-hmm. like a lot of technology f- that it, like like they're at the cutting edge of technology. Like the the technology that goes into those cars, you couldn't even believe. But by the way, I don't. Did you know that a Formula One car is a hybrid? By the way, I uh, didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah. And so, um, like they have it, they, like they have uh, consistently pushed the limits and like oems like uh, mercedes you know they have mm-hmm. a team ferrari some of that technology eventually you know tr- might trickle down to 
you know, uh, a Ferrari, like a Ferrari you can actually buy at a store or, right. you, know, you know, one of the top of the line Mercedes or something. Sure. And, or even like just normal cars too with like carbon fiber mm-hmm. and stuff like so it, it is so it is and, it like and, and just with the constraints that they have. It is mm-hmm. it like they really do have to push the envelope with how they do things. So it is interesting to to see them like it makes sense to me to see that because it it's just another because they're still going to these cars are still going to be getting better too and stuff like right. that. And oh, like yeah. but but they're still but they're going to be doing it greener. And I, mm-hmm. I think that's that's an interesting interesting goal to give themselves. Yeah, I think that's awesome. It's really mm-hmm. really great. So shout out to Formula 1. You but betcha. now I think it's time we get into some untranslatables, Jared. What do you think? Yes. Yes. Oh, you already Mind got if me I get us started? Uh, yeah. Please. My first one is Indonesian. And for okay. our listeners that didn't listen to the previous episode, I will be going to Indonesia in February. So figured it would be fun to try to learn a couple Brush different up. things. And this is uh, uh, Indonesian, and it is Masuk Angin, which means to enter wind. To enter wind. Now, it's not mm-hmm. to fart, I assume. It's not, no. Although that would be funny, but no, it's not. <laughs> um, to enter wind is it just like to to like talk like to talk about or like to talk a lot? Someone that talks a lot or someone that talks unnecessarily or someone no. that doesn't shut up? No. So I think a lot of countries share the same belief, Jared, that if you use too much air conditioning or you're outside in the <laughs> bless you. Sorry, if you're outside in the cold too much, what will happen to you? You'll get sick. There we go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, so enter wind is to get sick. Basically, yes. Yeah. So it's a widespread Indonesian. <laughs> so basically, it's a widespread Indonesian ailment, often the result of either sleeping underneath a cold fan or air conditioning, or being caught out in a thunderstorm. It is somewhere between a cold and the flu on the sickness spectrum. Needless hmm. to say, it's a regular occurrence on the Indonesian Isles, and though it may, uh, yeah. So there you go. Okay. One. Of my favorite Instagram follows is untranslatable.co. And I've been seeing a lot of fun untranslatables, and I just scroll right by them and giggle to myself. And I'm like, well, and I'm like, I want to say some of these things. So I'm just going to shout out to Amadens of the Foreign Mm -hmm. Language Collective, also uh, untranslatable.co. Hit up her Mm -hmm. Kickstarter, too. It's still active, I think. Actually, I can check. It's right here. Uh, Anyway. This one caught my attention, and you'll, uh, yeah, it's still going on, so hit that up. Um, this caught my attention, and you'll understand why when I say it. I don't even, I, I don't even want to say this. It's kind of, uh, let me start with a different one. There's, this just has a hard F in it, and it makes me, even me, uncomfortable. Okay. But this one doesn't. Uh, and this is um, Basque. Do you know what Basque is? Uh... Basque country? Basque. Isn't it near Spain? B a s q u e e. Basque language is spoken in the Basque country, a region uh, region that straddles the westernmost Pyrenees in adjacent parts of northern Spain and southern France. Yeah, very okay, northern good. Spain. Okay, brilliant. Very good. Um, so this is the uh, this is the phrase. Um. Okay. Uh Gawaradiko <laughs> That was a tough one. A goat's cough at midnight. A goat's cough at midnight. 
Uh, hmm. Can you give me a clue? Um, you know, uh, all right, who am I going to pick on? Um, you pick on me. Okay. <laughs> That'll make it easier so I don't have to insult anyone. We'll just make it fun. So, um, you know, you and I, we, we've been doing this podcast together for a while. And, you know, it's a, it's a two-way street. We both have to input mm-hmm. things. And you're often giving me ideas. And mm-hmm. some of them are great, you know. And uh, sometimes you give me some ideas and I just have to be like, uh, listen, that is a goat's cough at midnight. Um, so it just uh, means it's something that's not, not very good. That's not a good example. That's not a good okay. example. Okay. Um, okay. Um, it's something unimportant, most often used in a negative sense. Ah, okay. Something I don't know how to give me. Okay. A, can you think of a good example for that? Hmm. something unimportant yeah so so say so say i really want to do a a new segment and the segment isn't very significant then you could say that's a goat's cough at midnight yes okay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ooh. yeah okay yeah but it's also kind of like insulting like like essentially like yeah that's a stupid idea (laughs) right right that's true my last one for you today jared is chinese and it is um honyan ma yu uh yu Oh, I don't think I pronounced that last one right. Hold up. Let me try it one more time. Honyan ma yu. I think that was right. Which is, uh, uh, translates as monkey year, horse month. Ma is horse, right? Um, mm. Ma. So, uh, monkey year, horse month. Monkey year, horse month. I mean, that's monkey year, horse month. Monkey year, a monkey, I don't know, a monkey lasts longer than a so, horse? <laughs> well, well, no, no, no. Think about, think about uh, this in, in terms of Chinese culture, Jared. In Chinese culture, you have like year of the dog, year of the sheep. I'm a sheep, by the way. Year of the monkey. I'm a monkey. So monkey year. Are you, are you year of the monkey? Yeah. Is it, what were you, 92? Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. I didn't know that was monkey. Okay, cool. But anyway, so year uh, now, of the monkey, month uh, of the horse. Uh, now I have no idea. Oh, is it just saying like you're old or something? No, no. Uh, or you're let growing me try, up. Let me let me try to give you an example. I am, I am a monkey. Let me. Oh, that cool. was a yeah. Uh, I okay, like let that. me. I don't like let that me, sentence. <laughs> let me. Then you say you were born in the year of the monkey, Jared. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. There you go. Um, but anyways, let me give you a let me give you an example. So uh, say say we want to have a guest on our podcast, um, and I see I yeah, contact this person. Um, and then, and then you kind of tell me, you're like, all right, I mean, I'll try, but, uh, monkey year, monkey horse, or, or, or sorry, like, monkey year, horse month. Like, it's like a monkey, it's like a long shot. Uh, yes and no. So this idiom means there's no specific date or deadline for, for something. It also indicates though something that is unlikely hmm. to be accomplished. So that's oh, why I say okay, I think you okay. got it. Yeah. So it's kind of like a, we'll try, but like a... Don't get your yeah, hopes we'll up there, Chief. Right, exactly. I have exactly. one more I'm going to do. It's going to be quick. It's Malaysian, and it's makan okay. anjin, and it's to eat wind. To eat wind. We had enter the wind, now to eat wind. Mm-hmm. Is this like to get lost? No, but that's what I, that's what I thought, too, when I first read it. Mm-hmm. Eat wind. <laughs> what is it? What is it, Jared? Um, well, um, the holidays are coming up here, or are here, 
I guess. Um, and um, a lot of people are trying to eat wind, get out of the office. Oh, okay. Get out of the office, have free time, enjoy yourself. Go on vacation. Go on vacation. Gotcha. Okay. Speaking of vacation, Jared. Maybe to like know, get hol- outside, you know? Sorry. Go right. Ahead. Speaking of vacation, though, holidays can be a great time to take a vacation and go abroad. Um, yeah. So let's talk about it. Have you ever spent holidays abroad or, or not I, at home? I have spent holidays not at home, yes. So when I lived in Philadelphia, which was for four years, for all of that, for all those years, I either went to Christmas or Thanksgiving, except mm-hmm. for last year, I went to neither. And um, How did it feel? At, at first, uh, Thanksgiving was okay. Um, it, it was kind of, it kind of sucked, you know, he, like, cause you know, you talk to the, the worst part is, you know, you know, getting the Thanksgiving call and hearing like all the family in the background and stuff that kind of, that's always kind of a bummer. It's like, oh man, sure. how are they laughing there? I'm not there. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, right. they're having a good time without <laughs> me? No, 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 no. I right. thought they're all just wearing black with veils over their face. Eating Crying. quiet. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um (laughs) this would have been so much better um but uh so that's always kind of a bummer but that wasn't as bad thank christmas i at first i thought it would be kind of nice you know it it, there's it kind of takes some of the pressure away of like giving gifts a little bit sometimes Mm -hmm. you know i might have still sent a gift here or there but in general like like there's not as much of a pressure there there's just a lot going on on christmas Mm -hmm. day at like like you're always sort of on and on i you're like on meaning like you have to like talk to you know you know they're for your family members but a lot of them you haven't seen in a while so like i kind of get you know like those questions like like I, i i i I get sick of those cliche like questions and quotes that you hear like last time I saw you you were this tall or right. like oh you look just like your daddy or it's like do you are uh, your family or, members still saying that to you Jared? Uh, I get all um, these are things that I probably got when I was just in Louisiana or over Thanksgiving. No, really? Uh, pro- uh, not the maybe not the, the you were this tall because I didn't see that many family members, but I okay. I, I often get the you look just like your dad one. Um, I, then I often get like, how's work? How, do you enjoy being back in Michigan? Mm-hmm. And I, I've literally, it's literally just, a, it's, you know, it's just like a cookie cutter answer once you get to like the third person, you know, right. where it's like, you might right. he, hear myself saying the exact same thing I said to other people. So that kind of right. just wears on me a little bit. Um, so that I, I, it seems like a nice thing to avoid, but on Christmas last year, what we did, my parents, uh, lovely people, they sent me some gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, that got to my house maybe you know three or four days before Christmas, uh, you and we fa- them right when they got there, right? I did, <laughs> and then I just sort of shittily duct taped them back up so I could pretend to be uh, surprised on Christmas when uh, we Facetimed, and we all uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, so we did, on, on Christmas we we Facetimed and like we all what we usually do is my mom will like hand out gifts and sort of go around and give each person a mm-hmm. gift and they open it. So they sort of did like a handoff to me and I opened a gift and showed people. I told you about this though, didn't I? Like my dad was doing like holding uh, the phone for Facetime and he'd be like, "Hey, look what Eileen got." One of my cousins. And I'd be like, uh, "I've been looking at your shoulder for the past three minutes." Right, I do remember uh, you telling me that. Yeah, <laughs> what did Eileen get? Um, so that was nice and fun, but also sort of a bummer, you know, like that's not ideally like it just was like, oh, it's so much better. And once again, you know, sort of like the FOMO where it's like, yeah, you guys aren't supposed to be having fun without me. Okay. That's not how this right. works. Definitely not. 
Definitely um, <clears throat> But um, it, it, it was okay for a year. I have definitely definitely nothing I'd want to make a habit of, you know? Right. It's nice going home. And, I, you know, also, as I get older, I start noticing family members getting older more, and you start to appreciate going home more as you see your family members getting, getting, uh, getting older, you know? Oh, absolutely. Speaking of family members getting older, tell your mom you're fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't worry. I did. I did. Oh. Uh, she knows I'm alive um, and I'm okay. Um, but I, I will say this, though, Jared. I do think this holiday uh, season will probably be uh, one of the most difficult just because I am pretty close with my family. Um, and... It, and you know it's nice. It's nice when they like Facetime you in, but like you say, it's also kind of a bummer. Yeah, you know it. It really is. What What are they gonna do for Christmas? Your parents? Ah, uh, that's a good question. Probably go uh, to probably like my, a, my sister's house. Yeah. I think. I know my niece will be coming up from Ohio um, to spend. I think Christmas Day and a couple other days with my parents, uh, with because, Oma and Opa, as we call because them. Because you have uh, you have other siblings, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're sort of your your parents' baby, and for the right. you know for you know your entire life, you've mm-hmm. been you've been essentially an only child, even though you've had you know Two you have si- sisters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They were they you know they were sort of Quite adults by the time you right. were. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, and I and I know how hard this is, um, how hard it is on my mom, especially. Uh, I think I think my I think for my dad, it's also hard on him, but he doesn't. I don't think he would ever actually let me know. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just not that he's not the kind of f- feeling sharing kind of guy uh, <laughs> i mean you know my dad pretty well you, i'm sure you don't picture him like having a sitting down and having a heart to heart with me about how yeah. much he misses me and, and all that stuff um i think my dad's more disappointed that i haven't even started to play table tennis here in china yet but i haven't yeah really had that i much am time. too <laughs> yeah i haven't really had that much time um, i want to hear about it right um but yeah so i i think it'll be tough and like FaceTiming is nice and all, but it's just, yeah, it's just not the same. Mm -hmm. Um, But on the other hand, too, I think sometimes the holidays are a great time to, if you can be with your family, also travel. Like I mentioned, uh, my parents actually came to visit me last year uh, for Christmas and New Year's. And I can tell you that for my parents, it was definitely a lot of fun because they got to see some new places. I took my parents to Prague, to Dresden. Where else did we go? Carlo Vivari. And, and yeah. also it's kind of nice for people like your parents who have been together for, you know, such a long time where it's mm-hmm. like, I mean, you, we can give each other gifts back and forth all day. I mean, but like, right. like to have like a mutual gift of going on a vacation where it's like right. a, a gift for everyone, a gift for the whole family. Right. Definitely. Yeah. I would agree 100%. So, um, yeah, so they... They uh, came to visit me. I think they were in Europe with me for about two weeks. And I can tell you, my mom spends a lot of time and energy decorating the house for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, she definitely decks the halls with balls of holly, uh, for sure. <laughs> um, but uh, she told me last year that like it was really nice because they were gone for pretty much all of the holiday season. I mean, mm-hmm. of course, she missed seeing our family, but she was like, it was so much less stress trying to do everything like i'm sure she probably sent gifts beforehand or gave gifts beforehand but she said like a lot of the stress was gone because they were on vacation and they could just relax and enjoy enjoy the vacation which was nice and i think that's definitely an advantage of spending your holidays abroad 
Um, and for some people too, I don't think this is necessarily the case for you and me, but for some people, their family environments can be kind of toxic. Um, yeah, some people it's a blessing. <laughs> right, to, to not be home <laughs> for the holidays. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Do, you, um, do you have any plans to... Uh, deck your halls with b- balls of holly or anything or like nope. you know spruce up with it no no nope. sort of decoration nope. or anything no nope. so don't you don't spend actually the money on it nope <laughs> so you don't actually really miss christmas you miss the way that it's that it's well, the family that's, time that's not that's not true i do miss the atmosphere because the atmosphere okay. is not present here in china i do miss the atmosphere right. also so you miss least, the music and stuff too and and like miss the, the uh, music miss the uh miss the the ornaments salvation the army. lights <laughs> the, the, I'll definitely yeah, the guy jingle the bell. <laughs> I'll definitely get some good. Uh, last time I took Christmas lights pictures were in Philly, and it's because I, I, when I lived in Philly, I, I was making a joke on the, on an episode about how there's this most ridiculous things, and then literally I, t- I made a joke about a SpongeBob, and then when I went to piano lessons, I saw a SpongeBob. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> and I was like, oh, exactly. Exactly what I said. Uh, so right. I'm definitely gonna get some good uh, s- some good pictures of, of lights for you. Sweet. I'm sure I'll find some ridiculous ones. Oh, I'm sure. Absolutely. But yeah, so I think um, I think there are a lot of pros and cons to doing holidays abroad. Another really big pro that I got to experience last year in the Czech Republic that I will be forever thankful and grateful for is getting to experience uh, how they celebrate Christmas in the Czech Republic. And also, you know, uh, we, yeah. we got like a taste of that in Austria when we were there. We had to leave before Christmas, but we still got a taste of it because the Christmas markets were open. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got to visit those. Then, you know, I got to experience it even more when I was with, I think I was in Vienna on Christmas with my parents. Uh, we were in Dresden before Christmas and Dresden has some of the best Christmas markets. Um, I can send I think you they those started pictures, in Jared. Dresden, didn't they? Uh, I'm not sure. Bold words. I'm not sure. Bold words. I don't even know why I put Could that be. out I'm there. Not, I'm not sure. Um, I know at least one of the oldest ones and one of the biggest ones is for sure in Dresden. So that's okay. true. Um, one of yeah. One of my personal pros about about uh, being away from home for the holidays, avoiding the travel pandemonium. I hate going to the airport. As any listener that's listened to more than one episode's probably heard. Right. Yes. Um. But, um, you know, I especially hate it around the, the holiday time where it's, you know, it's packed to the brim. Everyone's traveling on the same two or three days uh, mm-hmm. before and after the, the, you know, Christmas and Thanksgiving and stuff. And it's just right. packed to the brim. And then you're also dealing with more people that don't travel as often. So right. you got to, you know, you're in a security line with someone that was like, do I have to take my shoes off? Or, and, uh, oh, right. dude, I went to the, when I went to Louisiana, this woman uh, behind me asked, uh, and maybe I, 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 maybe I shouldn't have said anything. Let me ask you this. Uh, oh, am I the asshole? <laughs> Ooh, this is a fun game. All right, let's play. It. I went, so I, I was at the airport going to think, going to Louisiana for Thanksgiving a couple weeks ago, and um, the woman behind me asked me, um, "Do I have to take my shoes off to go through uh, security?" And I said, uh, y- "Yeah, you do." And I said, "But if you're over a certain age, uh, you don't have to take your shoes off." I didn't know how old she was. Uh-huh. I didn't specify what that age was. Uh-huh. But um, I I did, did definitely you feel like an asshole after you. Said I did that? definitely imply that um, you could probably she keep might your be old shoes She she made a joke about um, she's like well I guess that's the perk that's a there's one perk of being old. <laughs> um, am I the asshole for saying that? That's how I said it too. I don't know right. what the age limit is, but I do know there is an age age limit on that. 
Something like that. Right. I just said, right. I, I didn't specify that. So I didn't say, like, you're probably old enough. <laughs> right. I think as long as you didn't say that you're probably old enough, I think it's fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I, I think, think that too. Was I feel enough. like it, too. Because I think you were also just trying to be nice. And, like, if you thought that potentially she was old enough, like, she doesn't have to go through the hassle of taking her shoes off. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe you're not old enough. People, I'm just saying. Not right. everyone has to take off their shoes. You asked a question, I'm giving you the full answer. Right. <laughs> I Are you handicapped? I probably would have. I probably would have uh, ended my my answer with, "I don't know how old you are, and I'm not trying to say that you look too old." But now, see, that's too much. That's that seems like Is that too, too much. much. Okay. Right, I feel fine. like I feel like at that point, like now you're try- kind of backpedaling. Oh, that's I feel true. like you just that's gotta true. like leave it. That's true. Good point. Stand Good in point. your stand confidently in your uh, backhanded right. insult compliment. That's true. That's true. Um, does, yeah, I think. Go ahead. Does Chad have outlets to celebrate holidays like Thanksgiving or Xmas with fellow expats? Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I did Thanksgiving in Chufu, which was great. Right. Had a really tasty dinner. Also met uh, another guy named Chad who also lives in Jinan. So that was oh, quite wow. a trip. Uh, he's from New Zealand. Super cool dude. Um, uh, so, yeah. So, so yes. So, and that was a nice mixture. There were some expats. Um we had, how many different countries did we have represented there? We had U.S., New Zealand, Canada, France, and China. So we had five different countries represented at our one dinner table. Um, so that was really cool. Had a lot of great food. Had some jello, which was nice. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Had some stuffing, which was great. Had, we, didn't uh, have, uh, we didn't have turkey, but we did have duck, which was pretty good. Mm. Um, wasn't too bad. Uh, I will say they know how to cook duck here in China. I believe that. And Mm -hmm. turkey is, uh, not that there's anything wrong with it, but it doesn't really blow. It's never really blowing anyone away, you know? Right. It's a little bland. Yeah, that's, you need the gravy. Like, I can't eat the turkey without the gravy. That's fair. I'm I'm a fan of the cranberry sauce a little more than the gravy. Me too. Me too. Cranberry sauce is great. Um, But yeah, and then for for Christmas, um, yeah, I will be uh, celebrating with my girlfriend. So that would be really great. Oh, wow. Chad so. said the G word. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, and she celebrates Christmas. So no, well, not not really. So she's uh, she's Russian, and so mm-hmm. their big holiday is actually New Year's. Oh, so what we're going to we're going we're to celebrate Always Christmas for an excuse my to drink. Uh, <laughs> and for and for New Year's, <laughs> we're going to celebrate Russian style. Uh, so we're going to watch Uh-oh. some Russian movies. Don't hurt yourself. Which will be really cool. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'll try not to. We're going to cook some like Russian food, which will be really interesting. She's a great mm. cook. Um, so I'm really looking forward to it. So yeah, so so I will say that I have to really thank her a lot because I think she will definitely make this Christmas a lot easier. Um, yeah, it helps having somewhere definitely. to go for sure. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's why with. I was asking that. Yeah, yeah, because, exactly. Because all, sitting at home, all that makes you do is think about all the people having fun without you. Right. And we always have such a great time. So it'll be, it'll be really good. That's for sure. Well, great. Um, and I think that's really important, Jared, as you mentioned, that when you do celebrate holidays abroad, that you don't spend them locked up in your room crying and eating your, you know, your Chinese takeout. At least in my case, it'd be Chinese takeout because I live here in China. But, you know, whatever. On um, last Thanksgiving yeah. and Christmas, I did spend them alone. But... Uh, I made a point to go a little above and beyond on the meals I cooked for myself. I'm a fairly good cook, but I actually like looked through some cookbooks and stuff and like let me step up my game a little bit, and right. um, and uh, you know and and you know 
Try to do something special. Spesh. Try right. to do something special. That's fair. That's a good idea. Yeah, and I mean, the one advantage, though, is if you are by yourself, you can celebrate that holiday however you want. So if you want to wear pajamas uh, all day and watch uh, episodes of The Office all day while you eat ice cream, Merry Christmas. That's right. Happy Thanksgiving <laughs> and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Um, but yeah. But just to recap, um, I think the, the keys or the positives of holidays abroad are definitely you can experience a new culture. If you go travel abroad and you travel somewhere, you can experience a new culture. Mm-hmm. You can also like try some exciting new things on your holiday, which is always great. Uh, also, you get to make memories with your friends or your family, whoever you're traveling with. Or if, if you're bold enough to travel somewhere alone for a holiday, maybe you make some new friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I think it's really, really great um, to celebrate your holidays abroad. But you also have to be careful, I would say, and know what kind of person you are. And if you're not someone who enjoys the solitude of being alone, um, I wouldn't recommend doing holidays abroad by yourself or um, doing holidays alone. Yeah. Would you have... Uh, I can imagine you looking... Like, if, if you had to, looking at, like, up expat groups a little more mm-hmm. vigorously. But your job sort of help, like helps facilitate that a little bit. That is true. Um, you know, though, speaking, though, Jared, of not being alone, I mm-hmm. think that leads us to our song of the pod today, yes, which sir. is by a uh, Norwegian DJ um, named, uh, I think it's, I don't know if it's Kygo or Kigo, K-Y-G-O. Yeah, I was wondering about that, too. Um, but the song is called Here For You. Uh, it's uh, Kygo featuring Ella Henderson, and it's, uh, it's a fantastic song. I also have to thank my girlfriend. She showed me the song, mm. um, but it's, it's a good one. I love the lyrics, um, but what are your thoughts on it, Jared? It reminds it feels like it should be like i feel like uh who is it like jessica elber or something should come out and be like beauty elegance dior <laughs> like that's that's sort of what i feel like when i hear that song a little bit like it's like it's very uh smooth electronica you know mm-hmm. um and then that's 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 the vibe i get I would I would definitely agree with that. Um it it's like a more chill it's a more chill um type of uh, electronic music for sure. It has like a nice kind of calming effect. I think the vocals on top of it are good, but mm-hmm. I do think it also has a level of intensity. Um towards the end of the song. Yeah, I yeah, I could um, see that. Yeah, for sure. For but sure. Beat, but, but but the beat doesn't ramp up to like this crazy fast right. techno beat. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Interesting choice. I like it. That's, mm-hmm. That goes in the category of like it, probably won't listen to it again, you know? Mm. That's fair. But it just doesn't fit into my, time, uh, it just doesn't fit into my, uh, you know, my uh, listening realm. Right. It's but not quite your cup of tea. I Nothing like it, wrong though. with that. It's a good one. Check it out on our uh, YouTube channel, Untranslatable Podcast, on our Song of the Pod playlist. So, Jared, my Chinese word of the pod today is guo wai, and guo wai means... Uh, Guo Wai means I always pronounce this one wrong. Guo Wai means uh, wow, abroad. Good. Okay. Abroad. Mm-hmm. Um, my Spanish word of the pod is festejar, which is like festejar. a festival or celebra- Festive? ce- celebration. Celebrar to celebrate. Ah, to celebrate. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. That is a good one. Well, Jared, I think to recap today's episode. Um, I think holidays abroad can be a really great thing and can be a lot of fun and very special, especially if you are able to travel with your friends or family abroad. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But I think there are also some, and there are also some advantages to not necessarily being at home during the holidays. You get a change of pace. I think, I think holidays can be a very stressful time, but when you spend them abroad, I think it has a more vacation vibe than it does like a, oh my gosh, I have to cook all this food. I have to decorate my house. I have to do all these things. So I think that's another big advantage as well uh, to spend yeah. holidays abroad. Yeah, holidays are lovely, but they can also be stressful. And, and a lot of um, work. And I'll tell you this, it was a little bit of, I was a little, um, you know, sad a little bit on Christmas for sure. Not as much on Thanksgiving, I would say, but definitely on Christmas. But I definitely wasn't stressed, that's for sure. <laughs> right. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. I was chilling. Right. Which is, which is, I think, the point of holidays in general is to yes. be, you know, 100% chilling as it, much as you can. You know, that's actually an interesting point. Uh, that that might have been one of the first Christmases in a while that I actually felt like that I actually came back to work after the holidays felt refreshed. and felt refreshed. Yeah. Yeah. It's difficult. It's yeah. very difficult. So that's there's a benefit too. That is for sure. Yeah. Um, Don't go home, everyone. Forget your families. <laughs> Jared's words, not my words. Not my words. <laughs> well, let us know what you think about spending your holidays abroad. We'd love to hear about some of your experiences, uh, where you would like to go or where you've gone before at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, check out our Instagram, untranslatablepodcast, for pictures and clips from our podcast. Also, check out our Twitter, untranslatable1, if you want to slide into those DMs and uh, give you Jared betcha. some flack for, telling him to, uh, for him telling you not to uh, go home for the holidays. Uh, but be careful, Jared might roast you. So just be careful. You've been you warned. Uh, and lastly, check out our YouTube channel, Untranslatable Podcast, for our Song of the Pod playlist. And if you're curious what our beautiful bearded faces look like. So check that out. So uh, also one last thing. Sorry for the ramble. But five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. We really Spread appreciate it. Love. Give us some feedback how we can make this podcast better for you. So as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast... Te cuyame, muchas gracias, and shisha. Hey, hey everyone. everyone, I'm Nicole from the Expat Cast. And I'm Sean from Expat Life Germany. We both host podcasts about what it's like to live as an expat in Germany. What she means by that is we are sworn rivals, and as such, we thought there would be no better way to celebrate this Christmas season than with a cutthroat competition. Can you feel the Christmas spirit already? Listeners, meet Fege Podfo, or the first ever Germany Expat Podcasters Advent Donation Face-Off. Starting with the first day of Advent on December 1st, we're competing to see who can raise more money for their charity of choice. I'm asking for donations for Lebenshilfe in Bad Windsheim. And I'm asking for donations for Women's Worth Inc. Every Sunday until Christmas, you can tune into either of our shows to get an update on who's in the lead. We'll announce the winner on Christmas Day. To find out more information about our charities of choice, as well as to learn how to participate, visit expatlifegermany.de slash charity. You can also subscribe to the ExpatCast for updates. Or you could subscribe to Expat Life Germany for updates. Boo! No, Whoa. don't subscribe to oh. him. Subscribe to me. That, subscribe to me. Smack talk, smack talk. Smack, smack. Smack talk, smack talk. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> I think I'm bad at this. <laughs> the smack talk queen, everybody. At any rate, we hope you play along. Get donating. Auf Wiederhören. Auf Wiederhören.